and welcome to episode two of the RMS Girls Think Differently podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to our first episode. We have had some wonderful feedback and your support is absolutely invaluable. Now, if you haven't heard the chat between Year 10s, Alexa and Hattie, all about their success at the Cyber First competition, be sure to have a listen to episode one after this. Here's a snippet of what you have to look forward to today. Like I, lo- I loved my time at RMS and the community is so nice and everyone there is just so lovely and supportive that just try and make the most about being there. Now, we are all very much in the swing of online learning again and the progress our students and teachers are making is quite astounding. In light of the recent announcements regarding exams for this year, our presenter this week decided to interview an RMS alumni who had had a very similar experience during their final year at RMS in 2020. It's always good to learn from past experiences, so over to you, Amber Lily. Hi everyone, I'm Amber Lily. I hope everyone's been staying positive and testing negative during this lockdown. I'm in year 12 at RMS and I've been there for four years, currently studying performing arts, sociology and Spanish. I know it's been a difficult few weeks for those taking their exams. Will they happen, won't they happen? So I just wanted to speak to our old head girl, Charlie Butcher, to find out what it was like for her and see if she can give us any tips to get through the next few months. Charlie is in her second term at the Royal Veterinary College in London, studying veterinary medicine. She took biology, chemistry and geography at A-levels here at RMS and has been here since year five. I have known Charlie for a few years now by doing plays with her and always bumping into her in the corridors. Welcome, Charlie Butcher. Hi, Charlie. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you, Amber? Yeah, not too bad. I mean, with all the whole situation and everything, it's just kind of going all right with all the learning. And... <laughs> I know, I know. So thank you for coming up to our podcast. I just wanted to ask you a few questions, if that was all right. Yeah, um, of course. So, Charlie, do you mind telling us a bit about your time at RMS? Um, my RMS journey started in year five. I moved there from quite a small little primary school um, near where I, where I live. And it was a massive change because I think every everyone who moves from RMS from another school goes through this little period of time where they're like, oh, my gosh, what? Where, where am I? This is such a big <laughs> school. There's so many things going yeah. on. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, yeah, obviously, I went through that. And then literally the minute I got there I loved it um my sort of secret um joy when I was in primary school was doing was being part of the ballet club um I can't do ballet but I was very happy that I I was able to join that club and then I joined the senior school and went straight from the primary school and it was there that I really found my kind of stride in terms of academics I felt at my primary school there wasn't a lot of support just because it was um, government funded and there wasn't a lot of funds going into individual pupils and the class sizes are quite big, but it was a lovely school and I really enjoyed my time there. But I felt at RMS that really get, they really gave me a lot of support to pursue my passions, which ended up being very kind of environmentalist and very eco-warrior, tree hippie themed, um, particularly the geography department and the biology department. They were really, really supportive. And um, I love going to like the biology clubs and the geography clubs and talking about like different issues going on in the world and then underpinning all of this I was really really into animals like throughout the whole thing so I was a bit rocky about where I wanted to go kind of after RMS 
I wasn't sure if I wanted to go down the biology route and go through like genetics and neuroscience and all that kind of stuff that I find interesting um, or if I wanted to, go, wanted to go down the veterinary route but eventually I realized I can't really live without dogs so that's the route I decided to go down but when I was actually at RMS I knew I just kind of wanted to take part in all the clubs that could possibly be offered to me so I did a bit of debating tried that for a few weeks and then I tried like art and all these other things oh I loved it it was great <laughs> so yeah that's um my RMS story I know that you moved here like relatively recently like moved into the RMS community anyway um how did you actually like what is your RMS story okay um so my RMS journey started in year nine I moved from an international school in Brussels but honestly as I got to know the people know the school know the teachers and the community I just fell more in love with it and I've been part of that part of that community for four years now and I've never felt so involved in a family and in a school because they really help you and they really make you feel comfortable and welcomed wherever you are wherever your forte is it's not a school in the sense of do academics do this there's something for literally everyone and when I joined I wanted to be, to be part of every single club I said I think I had I was signed up for two clubs in one lunchtime and I just I got so stressed because I wanted to go to both of them and honestly I'm so involved in the performing arts community but then also in the modern foreign languages department so it's all really integrated and everyone's there together it's not like you feel isolated by yourself <laughs> How has your year, first time of uni been? It's been good. It's very strange because um, I know a girl from the year above who was the head girl before me. Um, and she, we had a little chat about how everything went last year. And it's just so different because obviously everything's online and all the socialisation you can do is just online purely. Um, yeah. Whereas she was able to go out and go to like pubs and things and enjoy kind of that first fresher week. We were quite limited. So oh, it was yeah, unique. Important pressure week. <laughs> that very important pressure week. Yeah, um, it was, yeah. I was quite lucky though because the accommodation that I'm in, um, it's purely RVC, so the purely the people who are in my um university. So even just kind of walking to and from the building, I still run into people who, over the next five years, I'm gonna sort of come to know, um, which is good. Whereas there's some people who are in accommodation that's like really far out from London and they're with um, different universities which is great because obviously you can mix with a bunch of different people who you're not going to interact with for, for the next five years but at the same time in terms of kind of joining the RVC community it's a little bit harder for them um, which is a sh- it's a shame. Um, so what happened last year with your final year and how Covid affected that? Well I was very fortunate because um, how it turned out to sort of play was that um, I got into the university that was my top choice and I was so lucky because obviously there was a lot of people out there who like, apply, had a massive panic about applying to different unis only for them for the whole thing to change and to get our predicted grades rather than the government given grades um but I think just yeah, of course. the run-up to that was a very stressful time for a lot of people because the rules kept changing and what and the information we were given kept changing kind of like the situation now and I think that's what really kind of riled people up a little bit was just that we had we just had no idea what was going to happen and just the uncertainty that I think yeah, really gets I to bet. people which I'm sure is like your situation now 
Yeah, because I was we were both in the exam years that when COVID hit. So I think your year group kind of took the toll on it and we were just kind of waiting patiently for us, <laughs> our grades to come. How did that like all make you feel with all the uncertainty and not knowing which uni you, you might be going to? But obviously that turned out well for you. <laughs> um, I think initially it's going to be stressful because you just don't know what's going to happen. And especially with my course, because it's so long, um, even though the course is, is the same, no matter what university I went to, if I even got into one of those universities, um, the whole environment is so different. Like one of my universities was like really out in the country, like Nottingham, um, at least the, Notting- the Nottingham Vet campus. Um, and it's very isolated and it's, you're just purely surrounded by vets. Whereas obviously the one I'm at now is in London and there's a lot of, it's very like, hustle and bustle you know like the minute you step out of your accommodation and walk to the campus central London yeah exactly yeah um so it was stressful but I don't I don't know why I found the longer it dragged on the more kind of I don't know the the calmer I got about it because I think you get to a certain stage where you're just so stressed you're like well you know you can't control it it's out of your hands you need to relax a little bit exactly I feel like I feel like that's kind of what every everyone felt like during the second lockdown for mm. Christmas. Everyone was kind of like, okay, cool, whatever. Just letting it happen. They didn't really care anymore. So I don't know if you have any advice for any exam year students at RMS. I think overall, I think a good a good piece of advice is that you just need to kind of take a step back and have a you know take take a breath and relax a bit because. I think there's so much information being fired at us so like so rapidly and information is changed so quickly that um I know it's like oh just don't don't go with the flow it's a bit cliche but you do need to realize that you know there's a there's a bigger scheme at play like things are going to happen but eventually you're going to come out the other side and you've just then got to face the next challenge that comes and especially like I love I loved my time at RMS and the community is so nice and everyone there is just so lovely and supportive that just try and make the most about being there because especially exam students um, you get so caught up in being focused on your work that you I don't know I feel like for some people you can kind of get caught up with that and not really make the most out of the other opportunities and other kind of fun things going on in life <laughs> so yeah I, I would definitely say just relax not everything's about exams and everything else going on in the media just try and enjoy life a little bit Obviously, that's a bit hard when you're locked in your houses, but still. I'm definitely going to take that on, actually. Um, I think we've all been so, like, preoccupied with, oh, I have to stay in and all that. But I think just taking a step back, looking at the bigger picture, that always really helps. Who inspired you to go to veterinary college? Oh, that's a really hard one, actually. Um, I think it's a mixture because I knew that I wanted to go into, like, environmentalism and kind of, the animal wildlife nature side of things um for quite a while really because of just growing up on David Attenborough documentaries oh my gosh that man is a national treasure um but I think I really kind of knew that veterinary isn't he just <laughs> um but I really knew that veterinary was the route I wanted to take when um I did some work experience at a practice anyone who's kind of involved in veterinary knows that there's a lot of work experience that goes into it before you can even apply like I, I was at a riding school volunteering for like two years before my application just to try and boost the number of weeks I've done. So I just I just fancied doing a week in veterinary because I was interested in it. 
as I said, because I'm obsessed with animals. And there was a very specific interaction where I was um, in an appointment with the vet and the client. And the client turned to me and she kind of referring to the vet, she was like this, she, Melanie, who was the vet's name, what was the vet's name, um, is the best vet that you'll ever get. She's incredible. Um, I owe so much to her, et cetera, et cetera. And it kind of clicked with me that I was like, I want to be a really, really good vet. I want people to be able to talk about me like that. I want to be able to help people in that way so much that they have, they, you know, appreciate me and I can help them. You know, I, I really like that kind of interaction where you can help someone to the point that they have a lot of trust in you. And I think, I think trust is a very important thing for people um, like for any animal really, because I don't know, I, again, with all the nature documentaries that I've watched, um, there's a lot of kind of aggressive things in the world and scary <laughs> things going on. And I think community and building relationships is a massive thing for like people's mental health and animals' mental health. So just having that kind of relationship is something that I kind of aspire to achieve. And that was, it's a bit of a weird one because you'd think that, oh, you'd want to go into veterinary to help the animals. But as well as helping the animals, I want to be able to build a community like that. Do you know what your plans are for after exams or after you've got your results? Honestly, I have no clue. Hopefully planning to go to uni, but for what, I don't know. Maybe sociology, where, I don't know. It's all just really daunting, the fact that I'm even at sixth form still. I know it's going to turn, but still, it's just still hit me that I'm not in year 11. (laughs) Charlie, thank you so much for coming to our podcast. I hope we can see each other soon and meet up when this is yeah, all over. Yeah, of course. It's really nice to talk to you again. We still need to go see Six in um, theatres. <laughs> That's still a plan we haven't gone to yet. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. What a wonderful insight into what it's really like to be going through these turbulent times. So thank you so much, Charlie and Amber Lily, for sharing these experiences with us. The resilience and positive attitude of our girls and staff is just fantastic at the moment. But if you are feeling anxious or worried about anything to do with exams this year, be sure to talk to a member of staff who are always there to chat. Tune in next time for an insight into what it's like to be in Year 7 at RMS and to learn more about our fantastic prep school, Cadogan House. If you have any thoughts or feedback or would like to get involved in the podcast, email podcast at rmsforgirls.com. Thank you so much for listening to the RMS Girls Think Differently podcast. See you next time.